Welcome to the Gumboots by the Sea podcast. Time for you to connect to soul, celebrate you and to experience inner peace and empowerment. Each week, Gumboots by the Sea will bring you soul balm and some magic for each of us. I'm your host, Kate Darnell, founder of all things Gumboots by the Sea. It's so wonderful to have you here with me right now. This week, Jade Vanderjack from Warrior Heart Yoga returns for the part two that we promised you when we pressed record a few weeks ago on part Little did we know that Jade would have so much more to share with our listeners about her healing journey and about how showing up for herself in the moment with love for self was such an important part of her healing journey. So sit back, relax and enjoy this very special episode with Jade Vanderjack from Warrior Heart Yoga and myself, Kate Darnell from Gumboots by the Sea. quick heads up if the f-bomb offends it's dropped once during this episode so pop some headphones in if there's little ears around and um yeah skip it uh, around 20 minutes in (laughs) if you don't want to hear it (laughs) so jade last episode we were talking about the obstacles and the obstacles you had to face and a big part of the obstacles for you was stepping into um, and claiming who you are and, and where you've come from and um, really embracing uh, your trauma and your experiences. And I know that a couple of years ago, Jade would have really squirmed when I said embracing your trauma and experiences. But I know how far you've come now and how much easier that is for you, for you to hear and, and move through because you have more love and approval of self, which makes me very, very happy. But would you like to just share with the listeners um, kind of this is your, your chance to speak out about um, your experience and, um, and where I guess where you choose or what you choose to call the beginning of your, your trauma and experience. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing when you start digging into that, it becomes a bit like an onion. But Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I guess the pivotal part is um yeah probably a few months before I met Kate I had braces on and I had a tooth taken out and I started getting headaches which is quite normal except they got worse and worse and worse culminating into debilitating migraine and they've never gone away so I've had a headache every single day since the 11th of January 2018 and when it first happened in my thought and my mind and my start of my journey, it was all about the pain and the headaches and the teeth and the issues. And the first time I ever got a migraine and I knew what they were because my sisters had them, but I'd never had them was um, on a weekend trip, a couple of weeks into these headaches culminating to see my sister and my husband and I having this discussion that we hadn't had sex in months and it's like that but those two things were the perfect explosion um, <laughs> to throw me into the depths of um, 
of healing and I really disregarded that conversation and the effect and the breakdown that that had had on me um, for quite a while until I started working through it. And so it was this combination of physical and emotional and looking back now, emotional manifesting is physical um, of these two huge things, these battles that I was kind of going through that just broke me down to a point where I had to take extended leave from work. And I really honestly didn't have any idea what was wrong with me. Um, you know, luckily, no. luckily I, I got a lot of tests done and at the time I didn't think it was lucky because I was stressed and just wanted to know what was wrong, but you know, I was lucky to rule out all of the nasties. So that's, you know, I'm grateful for that. Um, but yeah, then as I started started digging and time progressed, I realized it actually started before that episode and it was a couple of months of PTSD happening and I was choosing to ignore the nightmares and the lack of sleep and um, the anxiety that was building up, just brushing it off as it's the busiest time of year for me, which wasn't a lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, have a high having a highly I wouldn't say a stressful job but I had a lot of responsibility so it could become stressful um and I enjoyed the work so once again it wasn't like horrible it's just a lot and I gave a lot um yeah so that kind of opened opened everything up and I realized that there may still be a physical underlying issue and I'll have to work on that but this is coming from me not dealing with trauma in a in the way that was appropriate to me I'd never ignored it I'd I'd always been responsible and I had seen a psychologist and had been on medication and had never not you know I'd never tried to hide it or it came back to me all of a sudden but I thought I'd done enough as they say and it Uh was done from my life yeah and it wasn't (laughs) so it it came back to haunt me and that trauma it was a trigger because my I was working at a university and I was in university when I experienced an ongoing period of sexual assault and sexual abuse including rape from a partner who I had been with for quite a long time since I was quite young um, and I still was was quite young even at that point in time and yeah just had still had some things I needed to to release and to learn from that the timing of this is so interesting um I had a beautiful session with a gorgeous young woman who was like well am I healed from this and um she was referring to some past trauma and I was like oh darling we're never fully healed that's exactly what um destination death's about like as, as long as we're still alive, we have more to love, we have more to work through, we have more to acknowledge, but it's with that true awakening and true connection with heart and soul that we can align and move through and move forward and speak up and speak out about um, our experiences to, you know, serve humanity in a greater way and, and to help others Um, truly tune in and and connect in a way um, which is what I believe you're doing right now um, dear Jade by speaking up and out but that that healing never stops Um, it never stops and if we think it does 
that's when it will just literally find us in a migraine, I think. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, I look back to and there was, it wasn't just that physically. I'd had chronic neck pain um, for years as well and I'd stopped singing, um, communication, throat stuff. Mm-hmm. There was so many. I just didn't realise until I started really taking the time and the effort and getting the support to work through this. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been a hell of a ride. Like it's definitely not been at all <laughs> um, smooth, uh, but that's okay. Um, yep. But yeah, I think the biggest big part of it was having the ability to call it what it was and be okay with saying that because it's about releasing the shame and guilt that comes with that particularly. And I'm not saying it's not in another situation, but particularly when you're in a relationship, because there's always that, why didn't you just leave from yourself? Probably more so than others, but people question it. And I think that's something that won't ever stop because, you know, for most people, that's a normal response. Um, Yeah, so letting go of the guilt and shame. And then beyond that, it's being able to accept that if that happened, that means that that was a breach of your boundaries and the what you hold sacred to you. And if you don't have the love and the respect and the understanding for what that is for you, then you can't claim it and call it what it is because you're questioning it, which is what I did do for the time it was happening. And for years later, I was like, Oh, you know, did that really happen? Like, did I really do that? Or did, did it happen a different way? Or did I, did I really just, you know, you're questioning it. And part of it's because of the interplay you've had with that other person, because it doesn't just go from zero to, you know, a, well, it doesn't in my case, it didn't just go from zero to intense overnight. It's a slow, the fights, the breakdown, the confidence breaking down, the isolation, the questioning, the gaslighting, like it's a process. It's a long process. So you've got so many things going on and until you can, yeah, like I said, claim and accept and understand what you're worthy of and that therefore and something has been against that you can't accept that that's what truly happened and move forward absolutely do you think to like so his date a couple of years back trying to or was claiming what happened to move forward and then do you think you had someone going okay well with love for self and soul we can heal this do you think that's really hard to hear when you're still in the wounds and in the truth of but if if i have that like obviously there was a lack of of self-love and obviously you're broken down, broken down, broken down. Do you think that's a really hard thing? I'm just feeling some listeners would find that really hard to, to hear. And do you, can you explain to me, I think I'm trying to get at here, what it was like to, to process that whole idea of unconditional love for self and soul when you had been beaten down so much and were very likely still in the trauma and the wounds of that experience? Um, I, th- I think so at that stage, I'd definitely gone past the, no, I want to run him over with a car stage. So mm. I was definitely a lot more compassionate and open to what I do need to do to heal. I, I absolutely in the depths of it, if someone had said to me when I was in my early twenties and in the throes of anger, mm. I'd be like throwing some profanities at them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, 
yeah, it was still hard to hear because it didn't make sense that I would have to do something for myself to heal. Yes. Yeah. Once you, well, I mean, and I don't know for everyone, but for my journey, there's also part of accepting it means that you kind of have to accept that it happened to you, but you have to find a way to accept it happened to you without staying in the victimhood. And that's really difficult, particularly when through mainstream, you're constantly bombarded with, no, he's this, he did this to you. This is not your fault. And of course, I, all of that is valid. And Absolutely. Said, but it gets to a point where you're trying to move forward, but you're stuck in getting given this information and reaction and coping mechanisms on something that you, when you're in the really acute stage and then you can't move forward because you're stuck. Yeah. Yep. Well, and then like said, of, me, of course, yeah. everyone. <laughs> yes. we, of co- there of course is a massive disclaimer that this is Jade's experience and everyone's experience is different, but a massive message I've been receiving this week, which of course, spirit land is always counterintuitive is like nothing is separate. Um, and they're like, while this is a unique experience, um, we're all connected, we're all one. And there, there is something in this for everyone, even if it is just looking at the various perspectives of individual healing and what works for one person definitely can't work for everyone. But when we break it down and embrace the situation to the best of our ability, and know that we're worthy of healing and that it's safe to have love for self, then step by step we can become unstuck. And I think that's, that's what we want to express here in, in part two, um, our conversation with Jade, where, where it's, you know, it's not just like, oh, yeah, my, my business has had some challenges. It's, oh, yeah, my business has come out of deep trauma <laughs> and deep healing and, and it's yeah. become almost essential for my soul to honour so that I can heal and continue to move through and heal and that makes you a very beautiful human being divine jade the yeah the yoga teacher training was massive i had booked it in and i now i know why i booked it in years earlier and i got a job offer and it was a i was like struggling with my job so to get this job offer which was a fantastic job offer um, I was stoked, but to take it, it meant I had to cancel my yoga teacher training because I was doing a maternity contract and I had to start so I could get training with this woman before she went and had a baby. Um, so I did, and it meant I had to delay it. And I told them that that was the case and I would still like to do the next round six months later. And they said we could work that out. But of course, life comes. And between a university restructure, finishing my CPA, um, renovating our house, all just life. It just didn't seem appropriate for me to take that, that much time and money and just it just didn't seem right. Physically, I didn't feel ready to do it either. I was still working through a lot of my, my neck and shoulder issues. And eventually when it did come to the time where I had booked it in and I'd said to work, I have to do this training I realize I've taken extended sick leave and I have no leave and you have no reason to approve this leave without pay because I don't have a medical certificate but I know I have to do this 
for me. And if you don't allow me to do it, I'm going to resign. And it wasn't about threatening them. It was just being very honest about where I was at that point in my life because I so truly felt and trusted that I had to be there. And I went and I had a choice. I was supposed to fly to Sydney for three weeks to see a jaw specialist or go to the yoga teacher training. And I'm like, no, I'm going to yoga teacher training and I'll see what happens after that. Yes. It was, I mean, I always knew like it was going to be life changing, but I think being at that particular time was just perfect for me because yeah, even though it was so hard (laughs) um, and not everyone has to have it that way, but that was what I had to have. Um, Even though it was so, so hard to manage the physical and just the release of emotions, it was also the best thing I ever did. The support and the breakthroughs that came from just listening to my body and spending time meditating and taking all this other stuff away and realizing how much I actually do already know when I was getting taught stuff. I'm like, I already know this, like to, and to knowing it was for a greater purpose. It wasn't just for me. It was just, it was huge. Like I can't like, yeah. Yeah. So, and that was quite a while ago, right? So what you, what year we placed that with your teacher training, choosing uh, that? That was 2018. Yeah. 2018. Yeah. Yeah, I'd started in 2015. It took me three years to go back and finish. But I'm looking back, I know why I wasn't ready. I needed to go through things and it needed to be deeper so that I can be a better teacher and a better human. Yeah. Yeah. So in those three years, when you're in the thick of it and you can't make sense of it, because I know there'll be listeners in the thick of it not making sense of wherever they're at. And there's listeners too going, ha I'm already on the other side. Isn't it great? And that's wonderful. <laughs> but for those who are in the thick of it feeling like, you know, they can never quite get into that flow or they can't quite look back yet. What, what message or advice do you have for them, um, Jade of Warrior Heart Yoga? Just look at where you are. Yeah. And look at where you are with love, right? Yeah. And then once you start to do that, then you start to, you will start to see. And it might only be something so tiny. And I'm with that with my class all the time, particularly in Shavasana, because, I mean, for me personally, I find that the hardest pose because Mm -hmm. to let your mind settle is Mm -hmm. really difficult for me. And, and I say to them all the time that if you catch yourself, your mind wandering off, give yourself a mental high five and then go back to scanning your body because you didn't do that yesterday. So that's one more time that you've caught yourself. Like it's one more time, but it's one more time than you did yesterday. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's like everything. As soon as we start beating ourselves up, well, we're just never, ever going to make that purposeful step forward. Um, because we'll be too busy with the negative mind chatter and the, you know, being down on ourselves when all that awaits, awaits with, you know, great lightness and great love. Um, and classic, there can't be light without darkness. Even if you're in the stickiest, ickiest, darkest um, situation now, if you happen to be hearing this podcast, know that there is light um there is light where you are right now and that light comes with you just being a little bit kinder to you and knowing that you're worth whatever it is your soul is direct directing you towards 
whatever that is. Um, and you'll know what that is. Um, I know for me personally, I went through a meditation process and I remember very, very um, vividly the need for a message and I didn't know what. And as soon as the message um, landed, write or you'll regret it. Oh my goodness. The, what that unlocked in me. Well, hello, because I'm surrounded by the books I've written now, right? You, as soon as you get that message, you'll be ready, but you can only get that message when you listen to that soul call or that soul nudge to do that soul session or not soul session. You know, it might be to paint the picture. It might be to make a phone call. It might be to see um, a mainstream or conventional um, counsellor or psychologist, but it, it comes with being able to voice um, your trauma, your pain, wherever you're at right now, and to acknowledge it with a whole heap of love. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. It, um, you know, I've never, I've never given up ever. I don't get me wrong. I have moments where I'm like, oh, I can't do this because yeah. I'm human. But you know, I've never given up that I can get through this. And you know, to start with, my driving force for that was, I'm not going through this and not using it to help someone else. Like that's just this is not okay that this happens in this world. And therefore I need to do something. I need to do as much as I can for myself so I can do for others so that this doesn't continue to happen. And yeah. that is the driving force. I still, I now have more perspective and love for myself as well, but it's still range true um, that, and it took, and that kind of comes into line with about the shared experiences. And I really realize like, I guess a big part of it has been finding the gold and being able to, and that that's a term that my, um, my shamanic teacher has really, really driven home. And I mean, it's always talk, people talk about learning the lessons and understanding it's lots of different things and they're all relevant, but that phrase just really was able to kind of get into my emotional body and I could connect with that and finding the gold and really understanding that, these are all these things that are great and I'm grateful for, but I have to accept that if I want to be grateful for that, and I truly, truly am, that means I have to be grateful for everything that got me to this point. Yep. Yep. And that, I, I remember hearing um, there's a yogi and her name's Jade Electra and she's really, really honest. And she talked about her assault on a podcast a couple of years ago and I listened and it was really hard for me to listen. And she was saying how she has compassion for this person and that she sends them love and all the best. And I was just like, this bitch is crazy. Like <laughs> I was so angry um, listening to that, but I've definitely come through where I understand now that there's a huge difference between um, saying it's okay and forgiveness and compassion and that I, by holding out compassion for someone else, I was actually also holding out on having compassion for myself. Yes. I remember when you brought that anger to, um, to a session to Moon Magic and you were like, I just don't get this. I don't get it. I don't want to get it. And I don't know if that was that from that specific podcast or time or another time. Um, 
And I, I remember, so what listeners might not know about Kate Darnell is that there's Kate Darnell and then there's Gumboots. And Gumboots <laughs> by the Sea is sometimes like this out-of-body experience where I don't even know what I'm saying. And I remember a massive surge of spiritual energy come through me when Jade was like, I'm not going to have compassion. Um, I don't want to or I'm triggered by that. And this energy outside of me was like, but it's time to. And it's for that exact reason. It has nothing to do with perpetrators or, or the um, disgusting and awful things that other humans are out there doing in the world. It purely has something to do with, with more love for self. You can heal. You can move through this. You can find you again. And that's such a... Um, yeah, I think it's a really hard concept to take on when you're depth in that, in the wounds and in the feelings of that healing. And when you have to almost, a part of our healing often is to relive um, an experience. And it's like, here I am reliving this. And there's people saying, send love, like F you and your love. I don't, I don't want to send love, but that sort of just gives us a gauge as where we're at in in how much more work we need to do in really meeting um, whatever it is with love. And by now someone's probably turned this off saying, we're the, we're the crazies, Jade. And isn't that amazing? Because that means you have done this full circle um, where you're now, you know, saying to other people, I can see and feel how important it is to not limit that compassion for myself. Yeah. And how important it is to to honor that process of getting there. Like I had to be angry. I had. Of course, to you out. did. Yes, you did. <laughs> I re- I know. I remember. Remember. Just, remember. just disclaimer. Try to let it out in healthy ways. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, why don't we talk some healthy ways of letting anger out, Jade? All day, the healthy ways was going and punching the shit out of a boxing bag. Yeah, emotional no, eating. That was you know what? Kate Dunnell. <laughs> I wouldn't do that now, but if that's what you got to do to get it out then and let it out, then let it out. Um, but nowadays, I, I guess before the issue was that the anger would come up and I didn't know what to do with it. Mm. And instead of just experiencing it and letting it go, it would consume me. Yes would also it was the attachment to the story I, I, I think and that that's actually probably one of the bigger parts of the healing is realizing and you can't say this to someone who's like in the thick of it like you need to they need to be led down this and realize it for themselves but to come to a point and realize this experience has happened the PTSD is real. Like that has happened. Like it is so vivid when you wake up and you really don't know that it's not real. Um, that's happened as well, but how I'm reacting to it and continuing to through subconscious habits that I've created over the years to continue to go back to it is perpetuating it. The experience is gone. It's what I'm doing in my mind that's continuing to hurt me and having that realization that, whoa, okay, I have to take responsibility for this, but then that's hard that's really hard but it's really important but then also from that going well fuck <laughs> sorry you might have to edit that out language, language <laughs> warning that's language all right warning. um 
if I can do that to myself, I can undo it and I can do anything else that I want to it. I just need to work on it. So that was, yeah, that was kind of a bit off topic of what you said, but I think that was kind of a hundred percent on topic. That's yeah. Not on, not off topic topic at all. Nothing's off topic when we come to by the sea. Well, no, you asked me like Mm. what to do the healthy way to let out anger. (laughs) But it's like, I think acknowledge, acknowledging it, and in feeling through it is a healthy way, right? There, there are healthy ways. You're not taking it out on other people. You're identifying um, it. And maybe that's the first thing is going, hang on, I'm back in this pattern again. I'm in a holding pattern. Um, whether it's in a relationship or whether it's like I'm feeling deep anxiety about this one thing again or I'm not feeling safe to say this thing. Um, this, is, this is where the change can occur. And this is where this whole notion of, you know, awakening to your soul's truth and and allowing yourself to have love for self, love for others, love for circumstances so that you can change those circumstances so everyone can be in a more aligned, happy, healthy place. <gasps> well, that's... Part of that... Yeah. Like, part of that happened, you know, not through working specifically on this or through spiritual stuff or through practices part of it actually came from work because here I am I'm like well when I'm at work and I want to change find something that's not working and there's an issue what's the first thing I do where am I now take stock of it where am I now what's happening what's good about this what's not so good about this accepting that that's where we are not getting angry at my co-workers or anything I'm managing all these systems and then we change it and it was kind mm-hmm. of like it just clicked one day that it's it's exactly the same for my subconscious thoughts and emotional patterns that Amazing. I, can, I can observe them I can observe them even though I've been drilled in me for years of yoga practice that you can observe something <laughs> and not react to it. <laughs> yeah, isn't that interesting though because that, that having that respect within a workplace and having the boundary of a workplace, it's like oh, I have to find a uh, professional way to work through these things. But if we bring that into having that respect for ourselves and finding not necessarily a professional way but a healthy way to work through these things, we can find those solutions and we can be in that you know realm of happily ever after so much faster than the that like I said before that holding pattern of here I am again here I am again here I am again so I think that's a really great analogy to like if you if you're in a workplace and you can't smash a wall or yell at your co-worker and you have to sit with your frustration and you know be driven towards a solution that's win-win for all well this is what we're talking about when um, we can bring that into our own lives and own businesses or own healing journeys. Um, wow, that's so cool. Professional slash healthy boundaries for ourselves. Well, it's, you know, it's, we shouldn't, the thing is with this healing is that it, it's healing all of you. Like you're whole, you're more than whole, you're everything. And yeah, we're you not can't broken. put it in boxes and be like, okay, I'm going to work on myself now. I'm not saying you don't carve out time or make space and do stuff, but it's all of you and that moves and it should be in all of your life and finding ways to move through. So yeah, that's, that was that was huge and I guess that's part of your spiritual well for me my spiritual awakening too is being really um having had been really uncertain of what I believed because grew up thrown into a catholic thing just because that was the thing to do got kicked out because I told them they were full of shit 
Um, <laughs> I have a problem with anything, but at eight years old, no one could give me the answers I wanted. Um, <laughs> I can imagine, imagine an eight-year-old Jay just going, I'm trying to make sense of this. <laughs> I was a Y kid and no one could answer me. So, um, <laughs> you know, moving through that, having beliefs, of my own personal beliefs and then my grandmother's beliefs because she was a Christian, but she was also a psychic. So she was really spiritual and did card readings and stuff um, and having my own beliefs. And then just going through so much in my life where I couldn't believe anything because so much trauma happened. And, you know, I, I um, talked before, mentioned before about, it, and you've mentioned too, it all comes back to that, not having enough love and respect for yourself. And, that already was even before everything happened with that 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 person I was already very vulnerable I'd come from a place where my my father was a drug addict my mother was an alcoholic they were separated there was horrible custody battles um our family was still back in the states except for my grandparents so we didn't have a lot of people here um so I already didn't have that I didn't have parents that instilled that you are loved, you are supported, you can do anything. We just had to kind of do things for ourselves. And I'm not, at this point, I'm, I'm grateful for that because it, it's made me a lot of things that are good and it's driven me to a lot of opportunities that I may not have been otherwise. But I was already in that state of that, that fear of not having enough love and respect for myself. Um, and that was a little bit off center, but you know, going no, through it's not off center at all, because I think, I think for a lot of people listening who are going through that trauma or experiencing some darkness right now, um, it always pays to reflect on, you know, where were you surrounded with unconditional love and, and where, where may have that been missing not to bring up and be like, Oh, I had these issues. It's all my parents fault. Cause that's absolutely, as you can hear, not what Jade's even one bit alluding to but being able to look at it with a little bit more love for yourself or love for a given circumstance and going, Oh, wow. You know, that, that Jay didn't get that. So I need to give that to myself even more. And I need to give it to my friends and family even more. Um, and I know that a lot of various people listening to this will, will be able to have a, a take home or a take from with that in that, you know, look, look at, at where you're love and how you're being loved. Look at how you're loving and where you're loving now. And try and centre yourself in some of that um, that love for self, despite despite what you got or didn't get. Yeah, yeah. But and I, yeah. Sorry. Just, no, I was going to say sorry. I was just going to keep going a bit with that, like the journey, like through that, and then because of all that that was happening around me, I just couldn't believe anything, and I still wasn't really sure what to believe, mm. and that upset me because I was also found find out that I was Native American when I was about 11 I think I found out um, so then I really got into trying to learn what that was about and what they believed and that made so much sense to me straight away like even as a, as a teenager that made sense to me but not really having the ability to learn or anyone to teach me or anyone to kind of work through it with me and so I'd been flitting back and forth through all these and just not really knowing, having, you know, a kind of overarching concept, but not really knowing. And then yoga started to make sense. And I didn't know the history behind any of it, but just the things started to make sense. And combining learning that 
with what I learn at cacao training with the Andean, like from the Andean shamanic traditions was makes so much sense to me and it fits with me perfectly. And, you know, I'm able now to all these things that I already thought, I feel like I have something more to relate it to and other people to relate it to and being able to actually step out into the world and be honest about how I feel about that and how I live my life has made a huge difference as well because it's almost as if like once again you're hiding this part of you then you're not giving yourself full acceptance full love and full respect and you can't do that either do you know how amazing it is to be sitting opposite Jade today and hearing her tell the Gumboots by the Sea community this? It's just incredible, Jade, because it really, it, this is a pivotal moment of your healing and your acknowledging, yep. <laughs> you like voicing this and saying, like speaking out and being all of you and sharing your truths. What a happy day. It's a happy, happy um, moment here because this is what I will always see in someone's soul I will always see and and it's part I'll have to do a whole other episode on external souls but it's part of who I am and as an external soul I always sort of charge from from forward from forward so I like meet someone and I see I see this jade that I'm sitting against but if everyone can can imagine jade three years ago is going uh what like, and I'm going, whoa, hey, Jade, nice to meet all of you. And she's like, I don't even know all of me. Like, just hang tight, just hang on. And so to, to journey through this and to, for you, Jade, to keep showing up and to keep showing up as, as all of you little by little and to speak up and speak out. And this is just the beginning. It's a whole other new beginning, even though it's also the end of something amazing as well, because... Um, no longer will you have to silent your silence yourself um, or silence deciphering who you are in any given moment. And, and this is what awakening, self-awareness, love for yourself, call it whatever you want to or need to call it, call it whatever feels right for you in this moment. Um, but this is what life and living with great joy is all about and choosing to live with great joy is all about. Oh, cool. Wow. <laughs> Jade, do you have anything else to add? <laughs> um, just how important it is to really um, have and let, as hard as it can be sometimes, wow. to let those people in. Mm. Because you know, I have met, like, through you and all the amazing women that I've met through your community, that means so much to me now. Um, and my husband and I've met some other people in Townsville and through the yoga community and people that I, I would have never met otherwise if I hadn't have been on this journey. And it's not just because they've helped me. Like, obviously, yes, of course, I'm extremely grateful and I, and I appreciate that and it's special to me. But it's given me the gift of getting to know them as well. So, yeah. and that's that's pretty that's amazing that's like such an amazing thing but it can be extremely difficult to allow connections you one already have or new ones and you'd be I've been really surprised I've had friends that I have had for years and I almost feel like they may not even know me anymore because I've changed so much or at least not necessarily changed but um just showing different sides 
parts of me that maybe they haven't seen for a while or at all, depending on how long they've known me and what they've known me to go through. And it's been interesting though, because like they still can be so supportive and then you figure out like they're going through stuff and like this girl, I'm like, man, I like talk to the trees and stuff again. Like I used to do it when I was a kid and she's like, yeah, that's cool. I call spirits in all the time. And I'm like, okay, cool. So like I haven't seen spoken, yeah. been hiding like all this part. And then when I finally open it up, they embrace it and I can see someone else is going through and they're like, oh, we really want to come to your kick-cow ceremonies. And I'm like, what? Like didn't yeah. expect it from them. And well, we're I can our see greatest someone else critics who's really too. obsessed with crystals. Like, and you think like, as soon as I open it up and stop doing it, then like, I'm the one that's closed myself off from that support. Yes. And I mean, yes. sometimes you need space and you definitely yep. need to respect that. But yeah, just that is probably one of the hardest things, but one of the most important things. Yeah. Yeah. And and we're often so critical of ourselves and we're assuming that these other people are, we sort of touched on this last episode, like people are like critical um, of what we're doing. But really when it comes down to it, we... Um, we're worthy of the love. We're worthy to meet all situations with love. We deserve to um, connect and to feel connected. And we're all human. We're, we're all human beings. Um, I, love, I love the saying, it never resonated until this year, like um, we're all walking one another home. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I just, love that I love it because we are, there's no separation. Like there really isn't at the end of the day. So be brave, beautiful warrior hearts and beautiful, um, beautiful beings. Like um, know that you're worthy of connection. You're worthy of healing. You're worthy of other people's time. You're worthy of your own time. And truly, I, I think I speak for both Jade and I that we hope that this conversation will allow you to um, take some time to look at where you are and look at where you are with love and look through the lens of love and lean into where you are with a little bit more grace um, and compassion for, for self and soul today and every day, really. Jade? Good? Yeah, cool. sounds great. Yeah, that sounds and great. Do some yoga and meditation. <laughs> yeah. Hold a crystal, do some yoga and meditation. One-on-one -on -one sessions with Kate Dunnell's Soul Guide are amazing. Uh, you just never know what you're going amazing. to unlock. <laughs> that is 100 percent true yeah <laughs> there's, there's um plenty of disclaimers about them and what you might start doing <laughs> um but it's a whole heap of fun too um thank you jade so much for um well thank you spirit for this part too i don't know if jade said yes or if i said yes or if it just had to happen um but it has happened and i'm so grateful for your time jade and for you to share this story um, and your personal experience with all of us, I think this is what highlights what a heart and soul led business is, that it's not just numbers and products and offerings, it's um, people doing the work and people following the soul call. And not everyone is going to do that. Not every soul is going to do that this lifetime, but um, what every soul could do, what my, my dream or vision or hope or wish or desire is, is that every soul can take some time to love themselves a little bit more each and every day and that's how we heal and make the world a greater place so thanks for making the world a greater place Jade just by being you <laughs> thank you we hope you enjoyed that very 
special part two where we went a little bit deeper and spoke directly to the need for us to slow down, honour where we're at and to have complete and utter love for self and soul. Join me soon. There is a new season on its way and there may be one final Soul Fest episode. You'll have to keep checking in. Subscribe at gumbootsbythesea.com for all the up-to-date info in my weekly mailing list, Gumboots Magic. If you've enjoyed this Gumboots by the Sea podcast, be sure to share, like and spread the love with your community and loves. And remember, you can check out all of my offerings at gumbootsbythesea.com. Speak to you soon.